What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Casual Conversation with Will and Gary. You are listening to episode number 10. We finally hit the double-digit mark. I can't believe it. Uh, In today's show, me and Gary talk about a few things. We mainly talk about sleep and how it can affect your physical and mental well-being. Uh, We also dive into your health in general, and Gary gives us his right triangle of healthy living. He made it up himself, and it's scientifically proven to work, so be sure and stick around and check that out. We also uh, give our opinions on zoos and the animals that live there, and also um, domesticated animals and just animals in the wild. So I think we might have something you guys would want to listen to in this episode, but once again, thanks for stopping by, and hope you guys enjoy the show. What's going on, everybody? And welcome, welcome, one and all, to <laughs> Casual Conversation with Will and Gary. It's us again. It's us again. Did you expect <laughs> someone different? I hope not, because it's us again. <laughs> Episode number 10. Oh, wait, we hit, we hit double, double digits. Double digits. Double digits. We're, digis. <laughs> We're Digimon. <laughs> Digimon. Dude, yeah, number 10. How about that? Hey, man. I was looking on... uh, I have an Android, and I was looking on my screen on Google Play Music, and we've almost taken up the whole screen. Like, you almost have to scroll. I know. How about that? Yeah, dude. That's pretty cool. We're we're getting there. We're accumulating. Accumulating. We're just going to keep pumping them out, baby. That's the key. They say to do... Well, I don't know. what, Like... Success is all based on consistency. Consistency. Yeah. You got to be consistent. Even if you're bad and consistent, it's better than having one good episode every two months. You got to have one average one every week and you'll do better. Yeah. But you're right. It's anyway, weird. How's your week, Gary? You didn't have to go to school. I know. I'm graduated. He's Woo! graduated. No, dude, it's. It's cool. I had uh, I had a good time. I ran my marathon too. We'll get oh, into yeah. that in just oh, a yeah. second. But I had to take the the GRE, which I think stands for the Graduate Ready Exam. My, I have no idea what you're I, talking about. It's it's some exam that I have to I had to take to apply for this graduate program slash internship thing that I'm trying to get into. And so I had to take it, I graduated Saturday, and I had to take it Monday. And so it didn't really even feel like I was done with school until like really after Monday. So after Monday, it was, uh, it was nice. No, dude, it was so weird going to that place Monday, though. Um, the GRE is a four-hour test. It was Four terrible. hours? Yeah, it was terrible. But listen to this. I thought that was going to be terrible. But the people in there, like they take you, you walk into this, uh, you go to Little Rock, you walk into this big building, you go up an elevator, and there's like all these different suites that are just rented out by different buildings, or I mean, not, not buildings, businesses. And so I walk into the suite that I was directed to, and there's a bunch of uh, other people my age that are standing around. There's some older people, but mostly my age, waiting to take tests. 
and they they pull you back in priority of like how long your test is. Yeah. And so people yeah. start getting pulled back and I'm like one of the last ones. And and during the time there was this guy, he was in he was taking like one of his last tests for medical school. Oh no, but that was And hard. and he uh he was like so mad that they hadn't pulled him back yet. He was like, I'm here, and I'm taking a 10-hour test. He's like, there's no way that anybody in here that's gone for me is taking a longer test. And so he told that to the lady, and she was like, hours, no, huh? all of these people are taking 10-hour tests, too, <laughs> so you can just wait. And Sorry, I was, dude, Charlie. No, like, I mean, yeah, it, it was funny, but I was sitting there, I was like, 10 hours? That's a long time. 10 hours? What kind of test are you taking? Like, what is on that test? I mean... That's unbelievable. I, maybe you get 10 hours to complete it. But if you finish... There's no way it takes 10 hours for the test. 10 hours. I mean, if you, if you, you know, know what you're, what you, you're going to do... I mean, definitely, I would say... like, nine hours. <laughs> dude, still, though, goodness gracious. I just thought that was wild. But once I got done with that... Um, I don't know. It feels I've heard of people say that there's like a mild form, and it's not even comparable with like actual PTSD, post traumatic stress disorder. But like when somebody gets out of college, they always feel like they have something due. And I'm not gonna lie, man that that's kind of real. Because it's like I have this weird Gary's got edge a paper to due me. tomorrow. Yeah, dude. It's like I have this weird <laughs> edge to me. And like I guess I should because I still have to like go through the application process and everything. But it's weird, man, because I feel like I have something to do and I don't. You ain't got nothing to do, baby. I ain't got, well, I mean, I got stuff to do, but I don't have Not anything. I don't have anything school related, dude. And I, no I feel papers, like I do. No homework. It's weird. I think it'll take a minute to get over. But no then by the time I get over it, I'll be back in school. Ho- hopefully, I'll be back in school. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I, I graduated, and I want to talk about my marathon. Yeah, let's hear about this marathon, huh? So. The Gary I, Mary. <laughs> the Gary Mary. Hashtag the Gary Mary. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. So I planned on waking up like at midnight. And starting like a little after midnight. That's well, terrible, bro. Yeah. That's terrible. It, yeah. And like I planned on the day before, because we podcasted right before I did that. I plan- I said that I planned on going home and getting some shut eye. Well, I didn't fall asleep till like nine. So you only got like three hours? Well. Not even three hours? Not even three hours because Marcus busts in my room at like 1140 and he's like, dude. I just can't wait any longer. He's like, I can't sleep. I'm just jittery. He's like, let's run this thing, man. And so I'm like, I had an alarm set for like 11.45 that I was definitely going to snooze on. Yeah. And so it hadn't even gone off yet. And I was like, gosh, dang it. Okay. So I get up. I put my stuff on. We make like a, we make like a video, you know, telling an inspirational, motivational, educational video. And it wasn't very educational. But um we we uh took off. He he ran uh he, he went didn't to run the same he didn't run the same route as you, did he? No, he, he went down to the Salem Park, um 
like trail that they have in Conway. And he, I think it was like 3.5 down and 3.5 back. So it was like seven miles. And he was just going to run that just back and forth. Um, but I decided to run, <laughs> I decided to run a big loop around Conway. So I ran down like the old Moralton Highway and hit Hogan. Ran all the way down Hogan, hit Dave Ward, ran all the way down Dave Ward, hit East German, ran all the way down East German, hit Lower Ridge Road, yeah. hit Highway 65, took a right, went up that hill. That was terrible. Oh, that sucked. That was terrible. Um, and then went all the way to Beaver Fork Road, uh, past Pickles Gap stoplight, all the way to the Dollar General stoplight. Oh my God, I didn't know that. Yeah, Did you really? and then I ran around the lake, Beaver Fork Lake, and hit the, uh, I don't know what highway it is, but it's the one you take, like if you're going to Wooster on that new exit. Yeah, that I don't remember what it's called, but I, I hit know what that you're talking one, about. Ran up that hill. <laughs> that sucked. Going down that one, though. But that was easy. Dude, or, no. Or was it good? Dude, it sucks going down because like at that point, because that was like mile 23-ish. Yeah, you're almost done then. Dude, no. It like the impact, like I, cardio respiratory wise, like I I was very conditioned and I didn't feel I didn't feel tired. Well, I mean I definitely felt tired. Um, I didn't feel like out of breath. It was the impact of just bang, 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 dude. Probably had some sore joints, huh? Dude, definitely, dude. It was it rained on me pretty good for the first hour and a half. Like I had a rain jacket and I had my backpack. <laughs> I had two Gatorades, some Cliff bars. The cliffs, um, and it was it was cra- I don't know it it was it was wild it was wild, but it was so wet like it rained for an hour and a half but it like misted the rest of the time yeah, and I don't know like my foot when I when I got done like I knew there was something wrong with my foot and I took my shoe off and the bottom of my foot like where your creases are like they had split in half. Because uh, it was like dude? it was like my foot was so wet and just like like moist, like it just well, like split in half. It was soggy. I thought it did that when they get really dry, though. I thought no, you're... it was like it was so wet, but like it was like the constant like I don't know because I wasn't running on even ground the whole time. Yeah, and it was like the constant like shift. It like it like pulled my skin and like those little. I mean, they're healed now. But it's like they split apart, and it was weird, dude. It was kind of weird. But I don't know. I got really, really fired up, like mile twenty-two, and I, I made. I decided I was gonna make an inspirational video, and like, if you go on Instagram and check it out, that is the mind. Like, I can't replicate that mind because I was like so delusional. Yes. <laughs> well, not delusional. No, but... like that's that's accurate. Like it was like. I was thinking, like, I was thinking things that didn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> and it, I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, you really don't have anything else to do. You got nobody yeah. to talk to. You can just sit there I was and so, run and think. I was so tired. You saw me after graduation at that party, bro. Yeah, he looked like... Uh, I had he, people at work. He wasn't, he wasn't zombified, but he was just like, uh, yeah, dude. It sounded like... <laughs> yeah. It sounded like he didn't... Uh, like he literally just woke up and he was talking. He's like, "Yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm pretty tired." <laughs> That's why he's talking. No, no, I went home after that and slept for 13 hours. And I got up the next day, and people at work were saying, "Like, man, you look really pale." And I was like, "Yeah, I feel pale. <laughs> you are pale." 
I know they were like anyway. paler. They were like paler than usual. <laughs> paler than usual. Like I literally had a girl say that you look paler than usual. Paler than usual. What a compliment. Yeah, I know. I was like, thanks, honey. <laughs> thanks, baby. <laughs> well, no. that was good though. You finished it. It's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. So honestly, since I've been out of school though, dude, I really, really for okay. So I like learning. I really like learning new things. And school takes up so much of that area in your brain, the capacity to learn. And it's not necessarily thing. I mean, yeah, I learned valuable things uh, and, and a lot of interesting things too. I'm not discounting school, but you're, you're taught what to think. And so like now that I can just go and like decide what I want to learn, Dude, I've been reading a lot, and I've been really getting into uh, other areas because I'm interested in health. I mean, I went and I'm wanting to be a dietitian, focus on nutrition and stuff like that. But I'm very interested in other areas of health, and so um, I've been reading books on like uh, physical fitness and like programming and like the the theory behind like what you really want to do when you're when you're training your body to do certain things. And also I've been reading a lot on uh, sleep and the importance of sleep. So I've kind of come up with this and I'm sure, I'm sure that this is a thing, but I came up with this, this model of health. I call it the right triangle of individual health. The right triangle? The right triangle. Like the, I'm working on like the name. the angular right triangle or like the right one? No, like the angular right triangle. Like okay. you got a base, okay. you got a perpendicular one, and then you got one that kind of leans. And acute, and obtuse. Yeah. And a right. So you're yeah, the so right. I'm talking about a right triangle, and I'll explain. So is it right too? It's right. So it's, it's, it's the right, right triangle. It's the right, right triangle of okay. individual health. And I like I said, I it's, in, it's in the beta version. We're, we're working <laughs> it's just on the, beta the name. Version right now. We're working on the name. Uh, no, but so imagine the listener. I'm talking to the listener right now. You're talking to me. I'm listening. Yes, the listener. Okay. And so imagine a right triangle. You've got your base. You've got that perpendicular one that's standing straight up. And then you have the uh, one that kind of leans. So at the bottom, the, the aspect of health that is on the bottom, that is the base, that is the most important, arguably, is sleep. You got to sleep. The one that stands straight up and is perpendicular is your diet. And then the one that leans a little bit is going to be your physical fitness. Okay. And so okay. okay. I want to talk about and and well first of all like if you think about it yeah sleep is your is your base you've got to sleep. Uh diet can stand on its own. That's why it's the one that kind of stands up strong and then fitness is good and it's definitely it's definitely an important aspect of your health. I mean your well-being in the current moment and your level of fitness is always taken account for anything. You know what I'm saying? Like if your back hurts during the day, that's that is something that enable or that hinders your physical fitness, whether you exercise or not. Yeah. You can improve your physical fitness through exercise and stretching and whatever. But um the reason that it is the one that leans is because you can't 
out-train a bad diet. You can, you can eat healthy. You can eat healthy and not exercise and be just fine, but you can't exercise and eat like crap and feel good. So that's uh, why that's that, why that's the, true for sure. Yeah. So that's why the diet can can stand on its own and the exercise can kind of lean. But then you think about sleep and some people might be like, sleep's the most important, this and that. Go a day without sleeping. Go a day without eating. And then go a day without exercising. Which one's worse? Without not sleeping for sure. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I did that the other day. And it it's strange like the things that not even um not necessarily of me i wasn't so tired that i couldn't function or whatever but just my brain wasn't wasn't working like it should dude it was weird like like i would just have these random thoughts that would come out of nowhere and i'd just be like thinking about my i was so scatterbrained and it was kind of weird yeah you 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 genuinely lose one of the first things to go when you when you lack sleep is your ability to just pay attention and focus. Yeah, that's probably why I was scatterbrained. I was yeah. thinking about 10 different things at one time. Yeah. Um, no, so I, I do want to talk a little bit about sleep. I'm speaking a little bit out of my realm, but I, I'm reading this book called Why We Sleep by Dr. Matthew I thought Walker. you already read that. I'm, well, I'm, I looked back over it before I came on the podcast and, and, and decided I wanted to talk a little bit about sleep. I mean, I reviewed it. Yeah, I know, but you said you're reading it, but didn't you already read it? Yeah, I've, I've, oh. yeah, I've already read it. You gonna let me borrow it? Yeah, for sure. Do you have a hard copy? I have a hard copy. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's see it. It's a little beaten and battered. I took it on a hike one time, or on That's a backpack okay. one time. That's okay. <laughs> Got a little wet, but it, hey, it's, it's good. No, <clears throat> so I'm going to talk a little bit about sleep, and the first thing I want to tell you about sleep are the two reasons like the two reasons biologically why we sleep. Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get that out of my throat, bro. Um, and so one reason, I'm sure y'all have all heard of the chemical called melatonin. Uh, that's one reason. I'm going to go into that a little bit more. But also a chemical called adenosine. So Let's, let's differentiate the two. So melatonin is a chemical that helps, helps alert your body that it's getting dark and that it's time to start to sleep, the process of sleeping. And so it doesn't actually participate in like making you sleep. So for example, it's... It's the guy at the beginning of the race that like shoots the gun and and signals for the racers to go and do their thing, but it doesn't actually participate in the race. And so it it's like the it, it controls your circadian rhythm, if that's what you, if if you ever have ever heard of that. So it like kinda is like this clock. It's like your biological clock, and it's what controls that. Now, a denison on the other hand, is a chemical that builds up throughout the day and creates a sleep pressure. You can think of it as a pressure because the more adenosine that builds up in your brain throughout the day, the tired, more, the more sleepy you get. <clears throat> and so the reason I tell you that 
is because when you when you take melatonin at night, it's not actually helping you sleep. It's helping you fall asleep. N- no. The 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 uh, the use for melatonin would be something along the lines if you were to change time zones where it's not going to get dark or light at the usual time that you would normally fall asleep. It, so like melatonin just signals that it's dark. So if I went, if I flew from here to England, I would need to take, let's say it's, I don't know how far England is behind, but let's say it's like, I don't know, eight or nine hours. I would need to take that melatonin if I wanted to keep my same sleep schedule. I would need to take that melatonin seven to eight to nine hours before the sun went down because it just signals for your body to get ready to sleep. It doesn't actually help you sleep. No, but it like... So unless you're changing... The most important thing that I'm getting at is if unless you're changing time zones where the light is going to be different at the normal times that you fall asleep, melatonin doesn't really help. What about about if your body doesn't produce enough melatonin to make you... Like, well, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I couldn't. I know, but what I'm saying is, if somebody takes it, it still could help them. Well, yeah, I was just fixing to say, if I mean, if you really feel, if you genuinely feel like melatonin helps you, the placebo effect is a very strong. Like, I'm not even kidding. Not being facetious. The placebo effect is a really strong thing, and if people genuinely believe that melatonin helps them fall asleep, by all means, take it. It's not going to hurt you. But I'm just, I'm just putting it out there that it doesn't actually help you fall asleep yeah now adenosine on the oh, other it could hand, be good for uh i'm looking at this thing right here oh for blind people because they they can't see what time of day it is you know what i mean oh yeah didn't think about that that, w- that could be therapeutic for blind people because ba- like basically there's this it's called the suprachiasmatic nucleus oh my it's god si- <laughs> the what sits- can you say that one more time supra chiasmatic nucleus (laughs) the supra i'm just gonna call it that (laughs) okay it sits like your eyes have these i mean you can think of them as like wires but it's like it's called your optic nerve and it runs back into your brain and connects your brain to your eyes to let them know how to use well the supra sits on top of that and that's what senses the light that or well it it samples the light from the wire that's going from your eyes to your brain it samples that and as it senses it getting darker, it produces more melatonin. Ah, I see, I see, I see. So, um, yeah, I could, I could definitely see how it would help blind people. I think that's why, I think that's why we got into that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, continue. Um, no, so adenosine, uh, that's what is, is depleted out of your brain when you are sleeping. It builds up when you're awake and creates this sleep pressure and gets discarded when you're asleep specifically in uh, REM sleep and a lot of people do neglect REM sleep we're actually fixing to go into to what non-REM and REM sleep are very very generally now non-REM sleep by the way REM R-E-M it stands for rapid eye movement sleep um REM sleep is the one where you dream and non-REM you don't dream. So we, we do get a lot of, of non-REM sleep. That's more of a deep sleep. And you can, think of, <clears throat> you can think of non-REM sleep as kind of the general 
scrubbing of of your brain. So if you had a car and you sent it through a, a car wash, you're just getting like the general, you know, wax it, you know, whatever, like scrub, all that. So when you think about when you think about non rim, <laughs> bro, you gotta quit laughing. I don't even I haven't said anything, okay. bro. So when you think of when you think of non rim sleep. You can think of it as more of like a like a general scrubbing. So if you were to send your your car through a car wash, you're just you know lathering it down with soap, washing it, and they they switch back and forth between each other. Um, and REM sleep is more of that like finer detailing uh, to your body. Now, since REM sleep happens later in the night, you really neglect it when you only get you know, six, seven, well, six hours, six and a half, five hours of sleep. And so, yeah, you can function, you can, you can function, look good, have your car looking good, but then have a mess on the inside if you don't get that REM sleep. Okay. Okay. I'm with you so far. (laughs) Okay. Um, now the importance of getting REM sleep and the fine tuning that actually occurs are things like the the repair of your cardiovascular system or the storage of memories that you had throughout the day or the release of adenosine because I, like I said earlier adenosine it builds up in the brain and if it's not released it, it it creates something called a free radical which a free radical is basically just something that doesn't belong in the body and it has potential for cancers and things of that nature also, digestive health, like anything you can think of when, when you're asleep and you're in REM sleep, it's, it's repairing the, the nuances of your body. So sleep, where I'm going with this whole thing is that sleep is very, very important and it's not something that you think of right off the bat when you think of your health. It's something that, it's something that is fine-tuning you and preparing you for the disaster of the world that you go through every day that you put your body through. So, get your sleep. Get some sleep. <laughs> you dirty dogs. You got any, you have sleep any in thoughts four hours. on that? Um, no, I actually listened to the, uh, a podcast with uh, Matthew Walker, the guy that wrote that book. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he was explaining some of that stuff, but I was like, yeah, whatever, dude. I, you know, I was kind of like tossing it aside, but uh, I mean, uh, I can see how that would make sense. It's just so crazy to think about that he says all that because so many people in the, the even I know personally, United States don't get like hardly any sleep, and they have it for a long time. Mm-hmm. So are their brains like beyond repair? Like they seem fine to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I mean, like there's like a old people that. You know, they say, oh, yeah, I sleep about uh, four hours a night. I have for the past 20 years. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then, like, but, like, what does that do to their brain? Well, I mean, do they have any cardiovascular issues? I, I mean, you know yeah, they're of? old. Do you have? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. Do you know them? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. Them. I just they I mean, don't ask those questions. I'd be like, oh, do you have any cardiovascular? I don't. <laughs> Bring it up in casual I don't conversation. Know. I just. I just know that like when you when they the research that they've done like they've taken 
thousands and thousands and thousands of people and thousands of, of studies. And they're all, they're all correlational studies, which doesn't mean that it's like cause and effect, like this is causing this. But if you look at people that sleep for five hours as opposed to six hours, as opposed to seven hours, and opposed to eight hours, and then you, you line up those with, with data on like cardiovascular disease, like the people that sleep five to six hours are so much more likely to have cardiovascular disease or brain abnormalities or digestive health. I'm not saying that just because you don't sleep that you're going to be super unhealthy. I'm just saying that you're way more likely if you don't get sleep. Okay, I gotcha. So, and, and even if you're more likely, yeah. it doesn't mean that you will, though. We're so, you can't discount the body. We are so resilient. Like, we can take a lot. And, you know, from person to person, genetically, like, it, that's, that's kind of the, the variable that determines that, like, how much you can take. So, some people are just wired better than others and can take more. Yeah. So, because I used to not sleep. I, if I got back in the day when we all lived together, dude, if I got four or five hours of sleep, that was like, good you know what i mean yeah that was like i'm good for the whole day been there man been there no i i just encourage you like the reason i bring this up and the triangle of health and all of this stuff right triangle of health yeah the right the right right triangle of individual health is if you are if you don't feel like you used to or you just feel bad and you've tried dieting and you don't feel like it's your diet um I mean, even even tried like, you know, exercising and things of that nature and it's just not working for you, really take a look and see like how your sleeping patterns are. Cause that it's huge. It's the hey, it's the base of the triangle. It's the base of the triangle. <laughs> That's yeah, I could see that. I was gonna say something, but I forgot. <laughs> oh nice. <laughs> I know. Well, I'll I'll say this. Um all of what I just said about Sleeping is not in my realm of expertise, and I just kind of did a horrible job of of doing what Dr. Matthew Walker does in his book and on podcasts that he's done with Joe Rogan and other people he's been on. So if you want to know more about it and you want to hear it a lot better uh, articulated than what I just did, go check him out. Um, it's it's very very eye opening. Very no. eye-opening. It is super interesting, too, just the way that he talks about it. He just says things that you, I mean, you never would have believed, honestly, talking about how sleep is so beneficial to your health. Yeah. Like, I, before I listened to him or even was introduced to him and what he talked about, dude, I didn't, I didn't care about that. Like, I didn't care about sleep, you know? Yeah. I mean, I like sleeping, obviously, but, you know, I didn't think about it in a, a as a benefit to my health, you know what I mean? Yeah. So... Yeah, go check them out for sure. It's actually really cool. So, yep, cool. He beans. he goes in. I mean, like we we talk. Or I talked about like kind of the mechanism of sleep and like the basics. But he talks about like how caffeine affects our sleep, how alcohol affects our sleep. Like he talks about he talks about like animal sleep pattern. He talks about like all kinds of stuff. Like it's just mind blowing. So yeah, just check him out for sure. So I didn't even ask you though, Will. Like, what? Wh- how was your week? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty good. Um, I was. Uh, what is? 
Oh, today's Friday. I was off work, baby. We're recording yeah. at, what was it, like 12.30? So, didn't have to work today. Uh, I did some Christmas shopping this week. Unfortunately, my wife couldn't go with me because it was her presents I was going to get. Ooh! Yeah. Dude, okay. You, you ever go into a store that you, you very rarely ever go into and like you're so out of place that like you don't know what to get? Like, okay. I'll give you the example. I went to the uh the makeup store, Ulta Beauty. Ulta. Dude, okay, no kidding. There was probably three to four guys in there and probably at least a hundred ladies, like just like looking at makeup, but getting this, getting that. And like <laughs> every guy that was in there, we just kept like looking at each other and we were like, dude, I have no idea what to get. <laughs> and she so even funny. told me what to get, like and I was like looking for it, couldn't find it, and I I just had to go ask her. So wait, she I, knows I go, she knows what she's getting. No, she she made me a list of stuff that she wanted, so I went in oh, there to go get it. Oh, okay. So I she I don't know anything about it, so I'm walking in there with a picture of what I have to get, and then there, it's like unbelievable how much stuff is in there. But dude, it was bad. I had to go ask an associate. I felt like such a noob. An associate felt like such a noob. It's a it's a humbling feeling to be a complete noob at something. You have no idea what you're doing. It was kind of intimidating, honestly. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, other than that, um I just had to work the beginning of the week. So it was just a normal week. I didn't nothing exciting happened to me. I didn't run a marathon or graduate college or nothing. So But it wasn't too bad. At least I get I'm off. Uh, today and then Monday and Tuesday for Christmas, so get to hang out with my family and stuff like that. So that'll be good. But yeah, this coming up week, I'm probably not gonna do much in anything. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh planned a few different hikes. My man, my plan right now, I'm I'm single. I'm not really ready to mingle. Oh, with, he's ready with, to mingle, ladies. No. With like Gary intimately with any women mingle. right now, or get in a relationship, but that's dude, okay. He's ready to mingle though. I'm like, <laughs> I'm trying to like hang out with so many profound people. Like I'm trying to like build a community of just interesting people. You know what I mean? <laughs> build a community. They already exist. No, you a community is defined as people that you surround yourself with. Okay. Anyways, um, I'm thinking. Never mind. I'm not thinking of community. I was thinking like the scientific terms you learned in science class. That's the envi- I'm thinking of the environment. The environment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm trying to build a community of interesting people. And now that I'm out of school, like I have a lot more time to, I don't know, go out and do things. Like I'm trying to surround myself with people that that like doing things that I do that that are great at what they do and inspire me to do better at what I do. And um, I think that's it's really fitting that it's like approaching the beginning of the year and it's and it's that time. Like it feels like almost like a like I'm out of school, like it's almost like a a rebirth of me. I don't know. (laughs) Reborn. Yeah. Gary's just being born. Like I'm I'm serious, (laughs) man. Like I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to meet some cool people and and go out and see some beautiful things. You were a caterpillar, but now you're fixing to transform into your butterfly. 
all to down the road, just go right back to school and dive back in. And then go back into the cocoon once again. Yeah. But I'm I'm gonna spread my wings for the time being. There you go. You know, something something that I wanna talk about that I have kind of been reflecting on since I did graduate is like don't focus i mean yes focus on on your goals and your ambitions and and use that as as direction but as far as the energy that that you help or that you have that pushes you in that direction like be in the moment enjoy the process like that's how you gather the energy because once you accomplish something for example i graduated it happens and it's gone. And then all you're left with is that energy again. Like, so have the energy in the moment and enjoy the process of doing things, achieving the goals, because once you do it, yeah, it's going to be a peak. It's going to be a peak experience. Once you achieve your goal, that's the whole reason that you've, you've set in to do what you want to do. But don't make that the everything. Don't make that the everything. Fall in love with the, the process, not the end result. You got to enjoy the experience, man. It's all about the experience. And I I think that's also true, like, just with anything you do. Don't do something that might cost you something, as in money or time or effort or energy, as you were saying, for the experience of what it's going to give you. Does that make sense? So I'll I'll use an example. So I really want to go... Uh, to the Metallica concert. They're coming to Little Rock in uh, January, like January 20th or something. But um, it's going to be expensive because they're like, you know... One of the, legendary. They're legendary, dude. They're like one of the... They're my favorite band of all time, but they're one of the greatest, you know, and most iconic rock bands of all time. So the tickets are going to be expensive, man. But if you think about it, they may never... They might never do a tour again. They're pretty old. They were making, you know, albums in the 80s, you know? Yeah. And it's almost you know 2019 so just because something is expensive i want to go experience that so i i'm willing to pay for the experience i don't want to pay just to say yeah dude i went and saw him and brag about it you know and like show off or whatever i want to say i paid to go experience that and then i'll always have that you know memory with me and that experience i can look back on yeah so don't no don't ever be afraid to pay for an experience, whether it be your time, your money, your effort, just anything. Just a little bit of a everything. A little bit of everything. Yeah. Just always make sure that you, you know, respect and take in the most of the experiences that you have while you're, you know, you're doing anything. You're accomplishing your goals, just living your life. So Yep. Because like the process going back to that, the process is a lot longer a lot of the times than the end goal. So if you can be happy during the process, you're going to be happy when you reach your goal. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know exactly what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Just enjoy the process. Trust you, the process. As Joel Embiid would say. Joel. Anyway, dude, okay. I wanted to get your uh, thoughts on this. I was watching the show this week on uh, Animal Planet. And it's like Animal Planet. Animal Planet. It's a great TV show. It's not a show, but it's a channel. Or the channel. It's a channel, TV. Gary. I don't know the terminology. Anyway, 
it was like inside the zoo, like or not the secret life of the zoo, but it was it basically gives you like a behind the scenes look at what goes on in like the biggest zoos in America. So it was like the Bronx Zoo and like uh, some other zoos in big time cities, one in California and one in might have been Boston. I can't remember anyway. But uh they were talking about how um they took this species of little it was a little tiny frog and they took it it was fixing to go extinct in its natural habitat. It was like in the Philippines or something like that. So they took it, they took like five specimens and they brought it back to the zoo and started, you know, trying to reproduce them. And the species was declared extinct, but they, they took them, reproduced them, and now they're repopulating the environment where they came from back with them. But the thing was, is that the frogs went extinct because they lived in this real misty, swampy area, and it had a huge waterfall overlooking it. And then that's like where they lived at, because it was real misty, you know, the splash from the waterfall hitting the rocks and all that. So, But they dammed up the waterfall so that they could provide you know, electricity to these houses in the Philippines because they were going to use, you know, the water to produce electricity and all that stuff. So what I'm asking is, do you think it's natural for them to put the frogs back if the frogs were going extinct in the first place for the progression of human development? Basically what I'm saying is, should we put more emphasis on the animal than the actual humans that live there. Because they're providing electricity for houses. Like These people might not even have electricity in their houses. So they dam up the waterfall, and then these people are spending you know, all this, I'm assuming it's large amounts of money to incubate and you know, produce these frogs. For what? Like, I mean, I'm a, I love animals as much as the next guy, but it yeah, seems to I think me like... Be, I think it would be important to kind of look at like, like what role do like what role does that frog play in comparison to housing and giving electricity? Yeah, but to they're just little frogs. Like they didn't really have a, they didn't produce anything worthwhile. Like they're just existing. There's little frogs. Yeah, I know, but I mean, you say that, but you wouldn't think there'd be a use for snakes. But if we didn't have snakes, there'd be like rat control problems. I have no idea what role that frog plays in the environment. But I'm saying, like, you can't just, it doesn't matter if a, well, okay, what I'm saying is, I think that humans are more important than frogs, is what I'm saying. Yeah, humans, well, I mean, in, in um, yeah, I'm a human, I definitely value <laughs> so why humans we, over frogs. So why don't we, you know, what's the big deal, like, why are they investing all this money into saving these frogs? Well, I mean, like when I say like, what role does the frog play? Like when we take them out, like what what happens we didn't, to I mean, us? Like, what, does it have any direct impact on us? Yeah, we're providing electricity for all these houses. No, I'm saying because we like, took out you the just, frogs. <laughs> More than likely, will taking the frog out of the ecosystem is not going to do anything. But exactly, I think that's I, what I'm saying. But I think it is worth looking into to see. If they do play a major impact, do they eat a specific type of insect that would be out of control that this specific frog only eats? I'm just saying it's worth looking into. I'm, I'm not protecting a frog. You're protecting the frogs, I'm bro. not protecting the frogs. I'm compromising the frogs. Okay, okay. And I'm not saying I'm against the frogs. I'm just saying. You're a frog hater. Dude, no, I'm not. I'm just saying. Also, uh, I was going to ask, what do you think about zoos themselves? 
about taking wild animals and domesticating them and putting them in captivity for their whole lives. And they should be roaming free in the wild. I think it's BS. I really do. I agree. I agree. And I'm not an animal, you know, activist or lover, but you know, just think about. You're not it. an animal lover. I'm, I mean, I love animals. I'm not. I mean, I'm not an extreme animal lover. That offends me. <laughs> I'm saying that you know you're taking these wild animals and you're just cooping them up their whole lives. They never cooping get, them up. They don't even get to run. Yeah. You that's... know, like you know. Okay, say like you have a dog. At least you can take them. You know, you can take them outside, take them on a walk, take them to the park, let them run around. Take him to all these do, new and different places, but like a lion, you can't take a lion out for a walk. He has to sit in his cage. I don't know how big it is. Well, not his cage, but his enclosure. I don't know how big it is, but you know he can't run around. He can't stretch out full bore and go chase down a zebra. Full bore and kill it. You know, <laughs> he doesn't even get to kill. And I wonder why all these zoo accidents happen. Because you yeah. got ruthless killers that have been in captivity their whole life, and they've. I don't, think it's, I don't think it's a ruthless killer. I think a it's li- killing is instinct. A lion isn't a ruthless killer? Ruthless? No. Instinctual? Yes. I think he's pretty ruthless. Ruthless. They, they, they kill to eat. <laughs> they kill to survive. Yeah, but it's ruthless. It's not though. ruthless. Yeah, he doesn't. It's like killing in cold blood. Yeah, he is. He doesn't care, though. It's ruthless. <laughs> it's not he's killing a zebra mom with the little zebra pups or whatever sitting right beside him. Or the mom's running away and she leaves her kids behind and he just destroys them. Doesn't Fair care. Enough. Fair enough. You know what I mean? Anyway, I'm just saying. I'm not a fan of zoos. I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. If you, if you want to go get in touch with nature, go to the outdoors where you can find whatever animal you're looking for. Maybe I'm it's, definitely not, No, I'm not. I'm definitely not going to the freaking uh, African just, jungle. All right. Well, then, and hey. And have a lion come up and kill me. Oh, I, <laughs> The African jungle and have a lion come up and kill you. Wow. Do they have jungles in Africa? <laughs> they have jungle. They definitely have jungles. And I, I'm sure you can find a lion or two in the jungle, but for the most part, I think the jungles or the lions stay on like the savannas and prairies and things of that nature. Oh, okay. It's been a while since I've seen Lion King. <laughs> no, but that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't really have a desire to go out and see them and experience them. I do have that so like if you don't want to do that you shouldn't be given the option just because you don't want to go and go through all the hardship of doing it you shouldn't be given an access to a zoo because that's like cooping animals up in one location yeah. you get what i'm saying and you don't even get to see them well i mean i mean see them in there or what they're actually capable of like see them interacting with each other like they normally would like i feel like all these animals in the zoos like have their own new language you know what I mean? Like they don't they don't elaborate. Commu- like okay, so you have say five lions in a a pride in the zoo. Like they don't communicate like they would if they were in the wild. Yeah. They don't communicate with each other like they would cuz they don't have to they don't have to say, "Oh, we're hungry, so let's go communicate and perform a strategic attack to kill this animal so we could eat." They just have the food already there. So they're like, "Oh, hey, you hungry?" They're like, "Yeah, we got some food over there in the side of the den." Okay, let's yeah. go. Like, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, I get you. I get you. That's interesting. I'm I don't know if they even... think that that much, but they definitely think. They definitely think they have a brain. He's like, "Hey, uh, Chuck, you hungry? Dinner's ready." He's like, "Yeah, dude, let's go grab." They may not think quite <laughs> like us, but they definitely think. 
Oh man, yep. I'm not not a big not a big zoo fan. I just I think you I think you have to earn. If you want to see if you want to see those things, I think you have to go out and see them yourself. Yeah, and that may not be it for everybody. Yeah, because we're halfway around the world, so. <laughs> but if you want to see them, you gotta go out and do it yourself. I can dig that. Well, that's about all I got, man. That's all I got, <laughs> dude. I had a pretty stale week, not gonna lie. I didn't have a stale week. I feel I feel like I went on forever about sleep, though. So I'm just, I don't know. I saturated that topic. That's fine. That was good info. I wanted to. There's I wanted wrong to. With that. I wanted to send a message home. Go to sleep. <laughs> I go to sleep right now. I slept good last night too. I'm still. Why tired. are you off today? For Christmas, son. For for Friday on Friday. What's today? Christmas is the twenty first. It's the twenty first. It's the it's close to Christmas. So you think you deserve a day off? I didn't say that. I got one. You Did got I deserve one? it or not? <laughs> oh my gosh. So you're you get a day off four days before Christmas? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Why do kids get off two weeks from school for Christmas? No, Whitney Whitney went to school, went to work today. Yeah, they still get off two weeks. She went to work today, though. Gary, they're going to get off two weeks. They're starting Monday. They're off for so two wait, weeks. What What day is Christmas? What day? Tuesday. Is, it's Tuesday. Why didn't they just give you like the next two three days off? Why did they give you Friday off? What? I'm assuming they gave you Monday off too. Yeah, Monday and Tuesday. Dude, because what if somebody yeah. had to go visit their family on the weekend? You know what I mean? That's true. Okay. It gives, yeah, it gives okay. you an extra you day know, to travel. Okay. I I got you. I got you. Jeez, you're putting me in my place. Yeah. You're putting me in my play. Hey, this is why I ask these questions. Now, now I know. Hey, I'm not complaining. Well, anyways, you can find Will on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Go on with it. Uh, at the scavenger, what is it, 23? No, that's Twitter, you idiot. <laughs> you, you fool. You, go you ahead already and, ruined it. You go ahead and introduce yourself. Oh, my God. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Will underscore Pennington zero sure? zero. Are yeah, sure? uh, I got confused on where the underscore was for a second. <laughs> Will underscore Pennington 00 on Instagram and on Twitter as the scavenger 23 And also, you can find the Casual Conversation Instagram page <laughs> at Casual Conversation Podcast <laughs> on Instagram. And you can find me on Instagram at GaryTheGreat96 and on Snapchat as Gary, G-A-I-R-Y. Gary, cut, cut it a little, cut it a little short today. That's not too short. It's not our shortest one, for sure. Hey, that's that's always good. Yeah, it's not the shortest. It's not, not the long. shortest. It's kind of short, but it's really not that short. Like fifty minutes. That's not very short. Oh, but we're gonna have to cut out stuff. No, we're not, dude. It's still gonna be fifty minutes. Fifty minutes. Sixty minutes. <laughs> You ever see that commercial? Yes. yes. <laughs> All righty. Well, all right. Gary we're out of here. Out. Later. <laughs> <laughs>